football pod on OTB Sports. And the best thing about Dublin, all through their great period, was the fact that they had these characters that when it came to the big moments and embraced the ground shaking in Crow Park. The football pod is available every Tuesday exclusively on the OTB Sports app. OTB AM. With Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Anthony Moyes is with us in studio. Anthony, good morning to you. They're here for the important part. Exactly, exactly. We just, we've just <laughs> we put the money in the machine. Yeah, exactly. We got the, the old mouse back on the treadmill. Um, Johnny was complaining in the ad break there about the, uh, the Derry Galway game. In response to what Andy was actually saying. <laughs> so, I never said a word, Johnny. Uh, we're going to talk, talk with Michael Meehan about that a little bit later on. So let's focus for now on Kerry Dublin. Um, Kerry nearly choked. Is that what happened? Uh, like they, did they get in their own heads because in that first half they were killing Dublin and if the penalty goes in I think it could be a 10-15 point hammering yeah I, I don't think it'd be that but I think if the penalty goes in yeah they're, they're able to manage the game a little bit better um, like they were six up at one stage and you're kind of thinking to yourself okay I know the wind was a bit of a factor Clifford had a number of, of, of shots which kind of could have sneaked over and kind of they were probably thinking for every two that Dublin get we just need to get one you yeah. know we just need to keep the scoreboard ticking and they missed those and they missed a couple of them and my biggest worry for Kerry is and it's funny you know people talk about it being a 25 man kind of panel and definitely a 20 man game and it most certainly is and again over the weekend I didn't see anyone really bringing someone off the bench that made a massive massive difference to the game like actually Paddy Small had the biggest influence I really feel because he came on and he gave Dublin something completely different he gave him a lot of physicality in the full forward line kind of a la O'Callaghan and it's strange actually why they, they, they probably didn't start him considering I know his, 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 his game in the quarterfinal wasn't fantastic but he does offer something different but Kerry the Kerry bench didn't do a whole pile you know, like Spillane came on, Moynihan came on. He, I know he got a score, he was busy. But there's no real, like as a cornerback or a fullback, you know, Dublin switched Davy Byrne in very quickly, which was a good move as well because it was a fresh fullback coming in. But they didn't set the world alight. Like Spillane, I think, got off one shot, maybe maybe two, missed both. You know, Clifford was struggling at the time, at that, at that stage. Potty Clifford was probably a little bit spent. They were definitely spent around the middle. They, they didn't Moran choke, was it was gone. more they were spent. I, I think it was. It was, it was warm. And they weren't in the heat of battle like that all year, and they were physically wrecked. Like I don't think they choked. I think they were actually physically and mentally they were a bit wrecked by the end. Yeah, and and they were probably caught a little bit in trying to manage it. Like if you have a target, in other words, if you're Dublin and you're chasing down the target, it's a lot easier, you know. And then you get a score, and then you have fellas piling forward, and you just get that enthusiasm and that motivation and that kind of intensity up. But whereas your Kerry, you're caught between that rock and a hard place of do we push on and keep tagging on, or do we kind of try to control it? times and again Kerry aren't the type of team we've spoke about this about Galway Galway are not the type of team either who can control games you, you, they, they, their DNA says go for it kick scores keep rattling at it um, and Kerry I think get caught in that a little bit as well because at, at times they now Dublin put a massive press on them and Dublin did pressure them big time um, and all hats off to Dublin like I mean they, they were dead and buried and they resurrected themselves with 
major leader, three main leader, leaders, which is Fenton, Kilkenny and McCarthy, mm-hmm. essentially. And Kilkenny had an unbelievable game, kicking some fantastic scores at vital times. But I think it's a worry for Kerry. And I think the lack of bench coming on, especially in the forward and full forward, is, is a bit of a worry for them. Uh, Ray Orr says, another day and that Costello goal would have been the talk of the game, but it's probably not even in the top three talking points. It was... A sensational finish. Sensational finish, especially after the first half he had, because, like, I mean, you probably, I'd said to myself, I don't think he's going to come out at the start of the second half. He was quite poor. He couldn't really get onto the ball, made one or two really bad decisions, gave a terrible hand pass away. Um, and you're kind of saying, of the forwards, Dublin need to do something here at half time to get this thing G'd up a bit. And I thought. I felt if they were going to win this year, that Costello would have to be a footballer of the year contender. And that was the game for it to happen in the first half. Mm. But um, in the first half, None of them played well. Like, but but you know what, Jerry? He wasn't far off footballer of the year coming into this game. Like, I mean, he has had a pretty sensational year. But of course, Thomas Sullivan just went on to him, and like that's that, that, if you ever want a fellow who's going to record footballer of the year, he's going to do. It well, he, I, I, he he should be in the conversation for it, right? Oh, absolutely. Like uh, he came up, so came up, kicked an unbelievable score. Yeah. Like, and, 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 but if you watch him, if you watch the game back, just watch his man-marking of Costello. Like, literally, he is, he does it so, so well. He, 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 some guys mark you, um, uh, you know, uh, they do a man-marking job on you and they're all over you and they're grabbing you and they're kind of... But what happens is they nearly get too close to you. So what happens is you're able to grab them and you're actually able to wrestle them out of the way and then you're gone. O'Sullivan always leaves a gap because he realises he has the pace to actually get you when he needs to. Um, and then instantly... As Kerry win the ball, he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. So, like, I mean, Costello spent a fair bit of time. Back. To be fair to him, he did it, but he was chasing and chasing up and down the field. Um, so it is, it is a massive thing to have for them. But you know, again, the Kerry full back line um, and that Kerry central kind of area with Morley inside was very, very solid. Um, and only a couple of times did it get breached, and and kind of where you thought there was a little bit of panic in there. But again, as I said. I think, I think if Callahan is fit, it's a it's a different game, of course, right? And there are ifs, buts, and injuries, and we've spoken about this before. But I think what it does is it tips the hat to Comer, right? In that physical player at full forward, you know, can they handle? Like Kelly's not a big man. Kelly used to play half forward for Galway, you know, and then he kind of came into the habit. He's not a big three. He's a guy who makes those lung bursts and runs. But as a physical, you know, an individual, a, a kind of bear on the square, he's not that. And you know, so what you have is you have you have you have you have. Um, um, Comer, you have you know the Kelly obviously who, who's who's your full back. You've got Clifford in against Kelly, which is going to be another big big man, six foot four, putting a lot of pressure on a smaller individual, and that I think is a, is an issue for Galway. But then on the far side, I think Foley is well equipped. He's 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 played very very well, and he's he's in the line for an all star if you ask me. So he's done quite well in that full forward line, and I think he will handle Comer a little bit better than the far end. Okay, so like you understand why Carrier. Favorites and it's a significant level that they're ahead. The questions are managing game and the bench. Yeah, I think managing the game, the bench. I, I, you know, I still, I, I think Moran has had a has had a great uh, comeback. You know, but I think he's forty minutes plus, and then he's then he's out of there. Um, I think he tired the goal. Very sloppy even mistake for the goal as well. Yeah, the goal comes from you know. But the fine because no, Conroy isn't Conroy's not the most mobile either, and defensively not amazing. But that's negated by the fact that Moran isn't either. So Galway, I think, will be hopeful in that regard in terms of midfield. 
Yeah, I think they will. And and you know, when you go back to the game on 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 on, on Saturday, um, Conroy was kind of negated a lot, really. You know, um, and and as was Glass. So the two of them kind of nearly just put a mark on each other and just said, "Well, we're both kind of just going to put the hex on each other a little bit." So he didn't really get into the game as much as he can. He didn't have as much influence. Um, McDade probably had more of an influence, to be fair to him, even though he was kind of switching on to Glass as well. Um, but I think. More on, I think the, their engine room is fine. O'Connor will be fine. Barry has came on and did a quite a good job yesterday because he hasn't really got much game time. I think they're okay around there with Spillane and stuff. It's more, it's more that inside forward line. Um, you know, when I start to look at the matchups, and I know we can get into this closer to the time, but you, 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 the Potty Clifford matchup was going to be essential. Um, and Dublin didn't do, they, they did quite a good job on that yesterday, I felt. Uh, so the con. If if Khan changes the game so much, um, what what do you do in a scenario like this? Because I I did feel like if in previous years what Dublin would have done was they would have had a backup plan, and uh, they would have had the backup plan in gestation for a long period of time. If scenario A happens where Khan is injured, and his injury profile, you know, because he's a very abrasive player, he does get injured and he does um, pick up knocks, so it's not it's not like he's uh, it's a complete shock. In the past, for example. They developed Owen O'Gara, who the rest mm. of the country thought there's no reason for this, there's no need for this. Look at look at the lavish gifts you have in your forward line. Yeah. And Jim was like, I need him because he's going to do a very specific job for me at various times. They couldn't do that this year. They didn't get somebody like they didn't for all that happened in the absence in the league when Con wasn't there. They didn't have a backup plan. And in the first half, they looked pedestrian. Kerry seemed very happy to give him the ball, knowing okay, you're going to shoot. Those shots are going to be. 40, 60 and actually it ended up being like load wides that drained the life out of the crowd yeah. in particular and gave Kerry that very manageable lead that they had it's funny like I think they had six wides to you know carry uh, one or two in that first half and a lot of them were as you say just kind of you know just eking past the post and you're kind of going and you could feel the enthusiasm as you say and, 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 and the energy out of the crowd and out of the players going down they nearly had to bring the ball bursting very very close to the goal McCarthy coming in on runs guys coming in on runs and then off the shoulder so they weren't able to put just ping that pass in to the, to the D they tried it once or twice um, and the Kerry lads got hands in and what actually won the ball. So they were definitely missing that focal point. They were absolutely missing that focal point. Like, I mean, I, 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 that's why I say Paddy Small, I thought, could have started because he is, he is, he, he belies actually. I heard someone, someone on the commentary team saying he's not a big man. He is a big man. He's six foot two. He's, he's very, very strong. He's predominantly left footed, so he gives you that something a little bit different in there. And he's well able to win the ball. And I thought he did cause issues. He caused issues for that carry defence when he came in because he's different and he is quite a power runner. He steps and comes inside you. And he has, he has, like the one thing about O'Callaghan and why he's such a nightmare to mark is. He wins the ball, that's number one. So as a defender, some fellas like to ship it off and you kind of say, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to get shown up. Someone else is here, but he won the ball. He will win the ball and will take you on every single time. Now, that for you as a defender is the winning of the ball 
if you can't get out in front of him because he is so strong and because he's he's quite he plays quite low to the ground. Now, I know that that, but his center of gravity is pretty low, even though he's quite tall enough. But he turns and he crouches down a lot, right? So he comes at you quite like kind of like Comer. You know, Comer Comer's physical size. He plays smaller. If you get me, he's more like a barrel. So when he hits you and when he comes at you, like the goal. If you see the goal that he turn, he turns Rogers inside out, like he turns on a sixpence and is around Rogers before he even knows it. And if you also watch, Rogers plays him with his back to the play, which is always very dangerous against a big physical fella. Because what can happen is, if I'm marking, say, a guy who's smaller than me and I'm playing with my back to the play, I can hit him with my hands and stop him as he goes to move because he's smaller than me. But if you're marking a guy who's bigger than you or equal size, he can throw you out of the way. You don't know where the ball is, of course, and then he's onto it in a flash. So Dublin really missed that. Dean Rock isn't that. Costello certainly isn't that. Could they have put Kilkenny in? That's what they could have done. But I think they needed Kilkenny out around the half-forward line. So you were probably robbing Peter to pay Paul. I thought they would have switched Kilkenny in because I thought Kilkenny, you know, Kilkenny has drifted in there during games, especially in the league, and he's been a menace in forward, full forward. Do you remember a couple of seasons ago they really tried him in yeah, there for yeah. a time? And I thought this was, well, if we ever need a, a con Esque or even the two of them in there yeah. I thought they just needed to do something different to that full forward because everyone knew with the way Kerry have been defensively set up they are trying to trap you in that honey pot they're trying to get you in there and then they they close in on you you know so so everyone knew that it actually has to be fastball in there to try and unlock that it's, defense it's incredibly small margins well like Scully probably shouldn't have taken the point on um, yeah you know, and then do you give away a free like even fifty, fifty-five yards out? It was like just manage I, the game. I was surprised they didn't. Do I think Dublin would have won an extra time. I would have fancied Dublin like in terms of their the bench maybe, and also hard just to know. To, like, it, but it was, I, I think they would have been favourites in terms of the way the game had gone because Kerry looked a bit spent to me. Well, they certainly you would have been able to whisper into Kerry's ears geez lads you had this mm. yeah. you had this. Yeah. But we've got you now. Mm. You but, know. I, but I think if you look at the way O'Connor celebrated at the end. Like this Kerry team have been coming up against Dublin now for a long number of years and been getting to send them back down mm. the road, right, with the tail between their legs. And the Kerry Dublin rivalry and Kerry all were this. favourites, but you do forget that. Absolutely. Like. So, so this was this was an enormous. This was a five hundred pound gorilla off their back. Like you could see, it wasn't just beating Dublin; it was mm. beating this Dublin team who have had all the success over the last number of years. And and and, for, for, like that is. You can't really. Of course, you're going to tighten up. You know, you are going to tighten up as you come in because you're seeing the win and post. But yet, here they come, and you know, at sixty something minutes, when Kilkenny gets that next score, and even a point behind, you're saying, "Oh, oh, this is this is this is squeaky bum time." The one thing that this Dublin team doesn't have that the other teams had, they would have taken that and they would have got a lead. Yeah, and they never got a lead. No, so we never got to see what Kerry would do when they were behind in that circuit. So it, there was... Okay, so they got level and uh, Kerry win the free. Um, I thought that was a harsh free at the end, but anyway... Mm. Uh, thought it was a bit harsh as well, actually. Um, the one, the, the previous one yeah. was... Yeah. But look... Um, previous one to go one up. Yeah. Yeah. There's a clash there. Yeah, it was it, handy it, enough. It, it, uh, the replay suggested it was harsh, definitely. Mm. Um, but they just couldn't get the lead, whereas like the, the Gavin here, in fairness, completely different team with much better forwards always when they got the opportunity they went ahead and they were like now let's see let's see what yeah, you're made of yeah let's see what you're made of and that, and that's and 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 like, so for that question mark but i think but i think if you weigh up the 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 importance of this win for this Kerry team 
against the the tradition and the history of the last 10 years against yeah. albeit okay they're not, it's not the exact same Dublin team it doesn't but matter it's still to them. Yeah. exactly it, yeah. it doesn't matter to them it's still, it's still the blue jersey that I think was always going to and that's why they, they did kind of limp over it, like they limped over the line yeah. you know um, but there's been plenty of games where Dublin have just kind of limped over the line well, in the last the stars, years. yes you know? exactly so I think I think it's an enormous game for that Kerry group to beco- kind of come of age right and then I think and, and I, from Galway and Armagh where Galway like Galway mentally on Saturday was very very relaxed because they got over that Armagh horrific Armagh situation where they nearly threw it away and I think yeah. that stands you like yeah well it does of course it does because you can go back on videos and you can say listen these are the scenarios that we were in mm-hmm. and here are it's not necessarily the scores it's the moments that happen maybe prior to a score so it's mm-hmm. a fella getting a block it's a fella going for a ball it's saying if you do not make that run we don't potentially get out of our defence and therefore all of these little pieces show what we're about and you can kind of you know you can you can re-emphasize that as a coach and a manager and, and what it does is it gives the players and saying actually okay we're doing all the right things and that's why it was a little bit I, I did feel the Kerry in the second half was kind of like just get the ball to Clifford and he'll, he'll score for us uh, which of course he, he did in the first half but when it wasn't really working it was kind of going uh, what's next what's next yeah Sean O'Shea is 24 this week or next week. Uh, like So th- th- this is the coming of age. Mm. There's the possibility that this is a team who is stacked enough to be able to go on and dominate for a couple of years. So maybe that's what they, they sense that opportunity is there for them. Um, here's a question from Sean Brennan on our YouTube stream. Will Kerry repeat Mayo last year, beat the dubs and fail at the final hurdle? They don't have quite the same psychological baggage as, uh, as Mayo do. <laughs> not, not quite. Uh, look I, I, again. I think I go back to that. That is a monkey off their back. Um, but I think I think Galway are first of all Galway. I'm not saying neither team are are, are are run by lads who just came off the street. But Galway's management team for me. So people will be like, and look, I we're Johnny and myself are slagging the game. I I I I, I recorded the Galway Derry game and I watched it back and I, I I tend to do that anyway because I like to stop and go back and watch scores and I I particularly do it a lot with Ulster teams because I like to fast forward the game a lot <laughs> because you know just some parts of it are just terribly boring um, where the ball is just being knocked around. So and I knew this was going to be a complete tactical battle right and it was all strategy and I don't think Derry expected Galway to set up the way they set up like Gallagher you could hear him in the interview they were surprised by the fact that Galway sat in and said okay well let's see what you got and even after the first it was 3-0 Galway still kind of went come on keep coming you know and they played it really really well with Comer I felt with allowing Rogers, kind of half going back with him but actually saying listen you're going to eventually tire yourself out and I am going to be the main man up the far end and when it comes to the scores you can nearly see Joyce talking to him in the pre-match build up he was like you're going to have an influence on this because it's funny how you play Rogers. I'd nearly put a half back or a half forward on Rogers because Rogers is actually one of the main ball carriers for Derry and has clip points all the time. But anyway, my point being, I think that Galway, um, with the management team, they will have a completely different style for this game um, and they will completely different setup. and I think they're definitely a horses for courses team like they they have no problem changing their setup. they've no problem changing their strategy they've no problem changing personnel into doing different jobs yeah. and they all accept that which is by the way it's a hard thing to do by the way you know like Derry did not have a plan B on, on, mm. on Saturday um, Galway have A, B and C now it seems to me 
They can they can go long, they can go hard, they can run it hard, they can defensively you know hold. And if you go back, like a lot of credit has to go to Kevin Walsh and all that because for years go it was a team where it was just a shootout. You know, you you mm. score twenty, they'd score twenty one. Whereas now they can do it either way, yeah. and that's going to be a tricky thing for uh, Kerry. I, th- I think body language as well, Ger. I think they. Um they just had this. They gave this impression that they weren't flustered at all, and like Galway scored about one point in the first half an hour, give or take. And in, in like, I mean, it hadn't happened for a lot of their forwards. It was very frustrating. They just looked very, very relaxed. And I thought, like five minutes in the second half, that game was over. Galway were. They knew they were winning the game, and they they just look for a team that has no history of winning at Crow Park. They look very comfortable there now. They look happy, and they have. I I think Galway have score and quality to win this game without a shadow of a doubt because I think Finner he'll play better the next day Shane Walsh I don't think he scored even from play his frees were unbelievable by the way mm. like uh, for, yeah. I'm not sure I've ever seen a footballer so talented off both feet it's incredible like clever but yeah yeah. well for a guy who wasn't really in the game in normal play his frees were unbelievable because he, 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 he was sta- even his first free that he had to come out and kick with the left wasn't an easy free he and he just drilled more it over more than Clifford is he? That is, you're, you're seeing two of the, the greatest, the most, like, what do they call them, like the jazz, the, 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 the jazz musician among, like, you know, crappy music. He is, whatever they call him, he's like, yeah. I've never, I've never seen a guy so comfortable, like, and he t- taken freeze from, like, 40 yards out in the wing, left foot, right foot, and they just seem to have a belief, considering they've no history of really winning anything. It's weird. Maybe um, it's maybe it's Keane O'Neill as well. I don't, I don't know what. I mean, it's not. It doesn't seem like it's a coincidence that mm. um, Keane O'Neill's like they've they've now got this defensive structure, and also I don't know. He he just seems to be like the the perfect add-on in a backroom team. It's really unfortunate it didn't work out for him when he was the yeah the, the big absolutely. In, in what did they do like, with Clifford though? Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know what. Like, no one knows what to do with Clifford in the in the first half, but in the second half, like Michael Fitzsimons broke even he broke even I think you know I, I'm not sure how much the wind was. the wind was a factor um, but I'm not sure how much of a factor it was uh, he certainly seemed to be does the wind explain the bad wides happening at the same end in the first half, yeah, like, know? I mean, like I mean, Dublin went. Like, some of the kicks just tailed off, um, but what it does is it, it it restricts obviously the area that you can kick from. You know, so normally you're kicking from forty forty five meters, which Clifford would be on the turn. Now he's thinking, actually, I can't do that. I need to come into about thirty thirty five. So therefore, he's making his run closer to goal. He's starting his run closer to goal. The ball, it all it it does have an impact. It does have an impact, but. What to do with them is is the question. Like, will Galway? I think Galway will have a kind of a, a a welcoming party for him. In other words, I don't think they'll just have Kelly on him. Silk is a very very good mm. cornerback and did an unbelievable job. Um, could they? I don't think they'll switch Daly out of six because he's just having an unbelievable year. Very very good going forward. Can pick a pass. Gets his head up. Feeds Comer very very well. Very intelligent footballer. So, you know, I think it, it's an issue. But I like O'Neill. That's what I'm saying. O'Neill, for me, is having a major influence and, and Porrick deserves massive credit because sometimes fellas will, will listen to your coach and go, fine, but I'm actually, <laughs> I'm going to do my own thing. Thanks very much. But you can see O'Neill's influence stamped on it in the sense of, I think he always was a guy who would set up relative to say, I'm going to take the main weapons away from the opposition team. So the main weapon for me is that that is the big one. Like, Sean O'Shea is, is a different type of player you know he 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 he's not going to do to you what Clifford can do to you um and that could be the the, the rock I perish on but i think he's he, Clifford is 
is is everything and encapsulates everything about that Kerry team and has become and is their leader um, and is the sense of if you can shut him down and that's why it's kind of strange honestly I thought that first half especially if, if you're the more benign conditions that Fitzsimons was nearly left one on one with him yeah. I thought Dublin would have should have brought some support back into him especially when they were struggling a bit get someone in around him and just double team him um, you know take someone out from around the middle area double team him and just say right that's what we're going to do um, maybe Dublin were confident enough to say no you can go ahead and do the job Mick but that's I think maybe Galway they, probably possibly have to do that maybe you have to decide okay anything less than 10 points you've done well and we're going to keep if you can just keep him to 10 points where the rest of us are going to look after everybody else everyone else yeah, I don't know Yeah, there's, there's definitely some part of it uh, Shifty Lad wants to know what did you think about the goalkeeper wasting almost 5 minutes of a black card by feigning injury before the penalty good thinking or just cute whore in fairness like uh, I, <laughs> some Dublin fans I was talking to afterwards were complaining about uh, Kerry being cynical I was like lads I mean you guys uh, what? <laughs> John Small was black carded at the time uh, yeah. yeah so John Small was black carded and um, um, yeah, they managed it well the hand went up if you see it straight away it's right? realness yeah Johnny Cooper puts his hand up in the air so, so small goes off. They get the win the ball, and Johnny Cooper puts his hand up in the air, and he holds it up there for kind of an. Usually, usually Scully used to do this, where he put the hand yeah. up in the air. Well, well, Cooper puts it up and leaves it up there. So it essentially was, and what they did was they do it very well because they don't just play the ball across and back. They kind of pretend to you, oh, we're going to go forward, and they go forward. And then they come back again, and then they go forward. But all it's all about just maintaining the ball. It's all about maintaining that, the ball. That, and that, that aspect of daily football now, um, as somebody who's not watching it every day of the week, is something that I think people have a, a serious issue with because it's it's boring. It's simply boring. And like the game on, like what, I'm not I'm not sure who you're referencing in terms of an All Ireland semi final on Saturday. Who says like I'm never going to get my my, my hour back there? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you a brother of mine. Yeah. Obviously, obviously, Derry mm. Derry lost the game, but like there, there's nothing inherently. It's almost like morphing into a bad game of soccer at times where it's just possession for the sake of possession and Derry were doing that in the sense of just literally wasting time and it's not good to watch and if you go from a hurling game to a football game it's, it's, a, it's an amazingly negative contrast for Gaelic football and I do think a lot of purists and the final will be interesting because I think we will have two proper purists no, uh, no but, they, but how much are they going to morph into the fact that Kerry, they also need to win 50 men behind the ball and they were did. very yeah. Derry-esque in that first half and no, they were really they, happy they, for Dublin yeah. to have the ball so like I, I think yeah. Kerry are pure anymore like it, you, you, David Morris, his team won a very boring All Ireland final mm. by being very defensive and pouncing on a mistake the notion that Kerry have been like a swashbuckling go forward go 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 uh, not true yeah, but you ha- you had to change, like you- yeah, exactly. But that's the evolution. Of the in, game. in relative terms, I think this final it'll be interesting to see how much they morph into that because I think it's an aspect of Gaelic football now that people have a serious issue with whether they put a clock on it where it's like basketball, you just have to get rid of the ball after a while. Because that point that Kerry got that took three that I think it took three minutes and eventually Clifford got I I, do, I don't find that enjoyable. Three minutes of possession in Gaelic football for me, and and I think Jerry Canning's like, oh my god, that was an amazing point. It was like, was it? I mean, is is that what people want to watch? They don't want to watch it. Uh, like, I mean, but you know, is it entertaining. Uh, well, I used to look. I used to. The crowd uh, literally I, starts talking to each other. They just start talking to each other. I know. Other. I know. And at the I game know, I, know, yeah, semif- yeah. I was at I was at two All Ireland semi-finals in the last few weeks. The hurling game was like literally being thrown into like a bull ring for seventy minutes. And like, what happened there? The football. <laughs> you no you spend half the game <laughs> talking. You literally spend half the game. No, talking. I know. And well, well like, uh, so there's two things. Either again, we can start tinkering with. 
the rules again, which I think is just you know the the old uh, the, mm. the the consequences of that. You know who knows. So I used to I, when, when I was when I was young, Johnny, way back then, and I used to come home on a Monday night, and I would go to my apartment, and I was young, free, and single, playing football, and I'd say, right, Monday night football, and it was. Wolves versus Sheffield I was like oh jeez seriously this is what I have to do on my Monday evening and it was just 90 minutes of pure absolute boredom as lads just kicked the ball around and there was no inventiveness there was no ingenuity there was no pace there was no so I think every sport has to go and adapt and for me and we've spoken about this lots of times I think the team that takes the risk the calculated risk, right? And not being an absolute lunatic about it, but it's the calculated risk and it's, it's trying to change the game. With un- the with unbelievably. Well, bringing the goalie out, we'll get back to that, but bringing the goalie out absolutely to a certain degree, right? Um, but but if you look at, say, the rugby on Saturday or whatever it was, like the team that are able to now, rugby became like just right, but the team that was able to offload and the tackle. So, you know, turn on your back, pop up, that's that's the time. So mm. every, team, every game has to adapt. So, for example, you know, you think about Gaelic football. At that time when Dublin were down to 14 men, how the heck, why didn't Kerry do a massive press on them? I don't know. Just do a massive press on them. But instead, they actually allowed them to have the ball. And it was like Kerry said, we're going to take a break here too. Whereas... Straight away, I'd be saying, right, we're just doing a massive squeeze on them. Mm. Get get everyone up, get the keeper pushed up, and we all squeeze up the pitch, and we even push, squeeze up in comfort, mm. and let's make hay while the sun shines. It's like the the you know the sin bin in rugby. How many scores can you get when they're down to fourteen? So every game has to adapt. Every game has to, and so for against Derry, which I thought was an interesting ploy by Galway. I don't. That's why I think Gallagher did not expect that. I think he he got thrown a complete curveball by that, and I think the Derry players were too. The Derry players seemed shocked. And when Comer got that goal, it was nearly like everyone went, huh? That's it. The game's well, it up. It was done. It was done because we don't have the a plan up. B here. Like yeah, and, 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 and neither, and neither did football. we get ready for this. Yeah, and actually, I do think a lot of Derry fans like, would have left the ground thinking like that was horrible to watch and like it was it was horrible in the second half because we knew the game was over. Yeah. And like we can play like that, but at the same time, we were basically, we got six points in 70 minutes. Um. Yeah, so... Anyway, that, I, I think that's, that ultimately is where you go. Like the Jim McGuinness thing, Jim McGuinness brought something different to football, but ultimately it was beaten because people worked it out and said, well, actually, this is what we can do for that. Yeah, it's it's evolution, so. but I think people's attention span is so bad now that they can't necessarily sit through that regularly because a lot of it is quite boring. It is, but I, like, I, I, I'm still a firm believer, and maybe this is just a meanness in it, but like, the, the fastest thing from get to A to B is you kick the ball, mm. right? So if you want to move the ball fast... You need to get you know one touch football and get the ball out of there. Kerry, and that's, Kerry were doing a good bit of that actually. They were, they were, and I think you know. It, 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 but at times again, you know, you have to manage the game. You know, and that's it. Uh, we need to talk about the Talton Cup very briefly. Uh, yeah. It, it like uh, notwithstanding the bad idea of having the north and south or whatever that that mm. was called. Um, ultimately, <laughs> when the teams who never played each other played each other, it got good and exciting. And yeah. um, teams playing other teams of a similar standard in the summer is really good for them. Who would have thought that, huh? I'm I, 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 pretty genius, really, when you think of it, that out-of-the-box thinking. <laughs> like, I was after... You know, I felt for Cavan because I thought it was an absolute hungdinger of a game. Like, it could have went either way. Um, absolutely, I think Cavan would feel aggrieved over a couple of things. Um 
but uh, ultimately both teams going full throttle to win a piece of silverware and uh, you know I, I, I've often said this it doesn't make a difference what it is it could be a, a, a pre-season competition in, on Ackle Island to win a piece of silverware for any group is is an achievement. It's an achievement. You put it into the trophy cabinet you and you you get medals and you look at it and you say, well, there it is. There is the reason why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and the importance of that can't be lost on anyone, um, not alone the authorities and the, 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 the hierarchy who, who set these things up. So delighted for Westmead. Westmead have been doing an awful lot of work. It just shows you, Ger, like Leinster football gets a bad, bad rep. You know, and you know, really does, and and like you know, you know, the me job is 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 in the, you know, is up there for grabs at the moment, and and people are kind of whether whether people want to take it or not want to take it. The the big big bad issue is is that you've got the behemoth which is Dublin sitting there, which by the way, when they beat you, it just knocks the daylights out of your whole year, and you have to pick everyone because you can't go into that game, or maybe you can. Um, Kind of saying, "Oh, don't worry about this. We'll just we'll just go on to the next day." You have to prepare. You have to because players will demand, you know, that they that they go in with a fighting chance. So what happens an awful lot of Leinster teams is is that the guts are kicked out of them after a Dublin performance. Yeah. And to see the Westmead lads celebrate, to see the way they played, the confidence that they had, the enthusiasm, the intensity, the front free running, it was just absolutely brilliant. Now I have to say, and a fair play to them, a fair play to Cavan, and, and you know what, and the, and the rest proper of the football fans from Cavan who stayed for the second game like I think that's testament these are proper football fans they stayed to watch Galway and Derry um, which itself was tough as a, as a Galway fan at times <laughs> yeah. they stayed there were mounted cabin people in the ground I, I thought was punished twice. really yeah. really cool like it was really really yeah. endearing yeah. All right. yeah. Anthony good stuff no bother lads call the final for me now before we actually Galway wow alright you've made Johnny very happy this morning 4-1 to one against her there you go OTB with Gillette, get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 